Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Rod Soto from Brooklyn, New York, man. What's going on, Rod? How you doing today? So, bless, bless. Every, Every day. <laughs> happy friday rod i appreciate you being here fellow new yorker like myself <laughs> look man uh we're ready to definitely dive into the nitty-gritty of what you have going on at you and your facility but you know before we do that why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started and how you describe the business to people <clears throat> well there's like two two parts in that story um the first part like I was an amateur boxer. I fought the Golden Gloves. I was a Golden Glove champ. I fought Metro's tournaments. So <clears throat> fitness was always in my life, you know? And then um, I started training kids. And once I stopped fighting, I started training kids. And then um, I got introduced to a, to a gym. And um, there's a friend of mine. He was like a master trainer. And um, it was a sports, back then it was a sports company. Right now it's Equinox on 61st Street. You know, um, so he brought me in to do classes and stuff like that. Before you know it, I took and you know became a complete gym rat and just uh, you know got my certification and just got more knowledge, uh, you know about motions and movement and all kind of stuff. And it just broadened my horizon. It was something, um, something that I see that brings the best out of people. You know what I mean? So, so you know, I, I grab to it to it like easy. You know what I mean, like like most of us, you know what I'm saying, pretty much. Yeah. And, um, and I did that for a while. I kind of got burnt out from it. I went, you know, um, other routes. And then the pandemic, you know, and the pandemic made us rethink a lot of stuff about our lives. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that we could have did, we should have did. And, you know, do we want to we'll go back to work, you know, uh, to the same old, uh, you know, status quo, you know what I'm saying? The regular rat race that, you know what I'm saying, life brings us. And um, I just started, like, getting back in shape. I was a little out of shape. I started getting back in shape, working out. Me and one of my homegirls. And I'm out of my cross street from, from a, a nice little park, you know? So a lot of clients start walking, people start walking by potential clients. Hey, do you train, do you train? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I started just making extra money. So pretty much that whole spring going into the winter, now I'm reevaluating, you know, seeing what my life is, like everybody, you know, at that time. And um, I knew the winter was coming. <clears throat> I felt obligated to my clients, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if, I, if I leave them, almost like disloyal, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? So find a little space. A lot of me has a little space, you know what I'm saying, to get what I do. And um, I found a probably like 360 square feet. Um, I put a bag in there, you know, put the basics, old basic stuff. And um, before you know it, bro, it just took off, you know? Yeah. Then, uh, I figured I needed a bigger place, you know, I find this great location uh, on Stanhope Irving, uh, right here in Bushwick. And, um, it just like opened up like a whole nother life, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm at a point, I mean, I'm only six months into this new location, but I'm doing really well. I'm doing so, so well that I'm trying to bring in other trainers in now. I mean, like, it's just, uh, that's it. When you do, awesome. when you do the stuff you love to do, you know, you're passionate about it, it comes out and it rewards you. I mean, if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life, brother. That's what I always say, man. And that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> oh, every day, brother. With That's somebody, with, with, with every every client that comes through that door, 
obviously it's about something because they, they're investing in their bodies. You know what I'm saying? They're investing in their minds, right? They can afford the prices. So obviously they're doing pretty well for themselves. And, and, and when you see a product come in, not only are your, your clients, they become your friend, right? They share things that they don't share with people. You know what I'm saying? That they spend a lot of time with. In fact, they even spend more time with me than they do with close friends. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so when they leave out of here, they leave feeling great. And then when they come back in, I see changes in their body. I see changes in their movement. I feel like a, a proud papa. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's what I, I think for me, the intimacy in, in, in doing a studio versus going to a gym and, and starting the whole gym process. You know what I mean? Uh, um, for me. You know, and, and it worked. Like I said, it's glorious. <laughs> you know that's I mean? awesome. That's cool. awesome. And, and, and to dive a little bit deeper here into the, the business, Rod, uh, how, how many members are you at currently? Uh, I, I actually didn't really count them, but I'm close to like 21. Okay. Uh, I have studies, I have studies um, like from 6.30 uh, to the 11 o'clock slots. So, so what I do is I offer an hour, but I always put a half hour in between since, you know, I, I'm kind of like almost a perfectionist. Like if you're not through with my routine, you have to finish it. So, you know, sometimes we go in 15 minutes. So sometimes we go the whole half hour. You know, next client is coming in the minute, you know, and they're just finishing up. So it's, it's so I do a, a 6.30 to 8, 8 to 8, uh, 8 to 9.30, 30 to 11, 11 to 12.30. And I stop there. So I do five clients, I'm good. You know, um, <clears throat> so pretty much that's, that's where they start. So a lot of them, some of them are, are, are two times a week, some are three times a week. And then I have... A bunch of floaters, you know what I'm saying? Now, they'll be 2 30, 2 o'clock. And then I have youngsters that do steadily strictly at 4 o'clock after schools. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and it's pretty – and I, I don't turn down clients because I, I just can't do them. Just too much. Yeah. And, well, so on the topic of clients here, how do you, how do you find new clients typically? Word of mouth. I mean, I, I, I post in a class through, through Instagram, through, through social media. Um, I, I posted, I spent like $200 on a, on a sidewalk sign and the class was already loaded the day, the, the, the same evening as, as uh, the sign went up. So what I offer is for my classes, um, I do no more than six. Right? So I offer exclusivity. You understand what I'm saying? So what they get is attention versus, I can fit 10 people in here, right? but what am I giving back to them? So it's just, you know, aerobic, eh, 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 just jumping. But with, with, at least with six, you know, I, I split them up. I have them doing two miles here, two miles there, two miles there. And then once they finish the whole circuit, I'm going to say six-mile circuit. And then I put together and we do group exercises, you know, we'll do some plyometric stuff, we'll do some jumping around. You know, um, but what they love about it is that it's not a loaded class. You know, like if you have a conversation on Monday with that person that you just met, come back Thursday. On Monday, come back Thursday and you can finish that conversation. You know, versus being in a full 20 setting gym where, you know, hey, hi, and then you'll never get around to that conversation again, maybe to like six months later. You know what I'm saying? So we offered, it's like a club sort of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And I'm comfortable there. You know, like it's, it's not yeah. working. You know, it's just, it's yeah, 100%. And so, you know, I know you said, this makes sense to exclusivity here, but so hypothetically speaking here, what would be your maximum that you could even handle? Like how high can you go? 
in terms of clients? You mean as a group? No, 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 in total. Like you're at 21 clients now. How much more can you handle on? Uh, I mean, now what, what I'm doing now is now I'm creating a brand because I'm bringing in trainers. So, I mean, we, we're looking to put in, you know, 50, 60 clients. You know what I'm saying? On different nights, different months. I'll say I only do, if I'm only doing the daytime, and you know, say I still have afternoons, I still have evenings, I still have late evenings. You know, yeah. So Wow. So, so that, I, I mean, as a trainer, you know, we're not going to have that on as a trainer. You know, yeah. So as a trainer slash, you know, yeah. That means you got a lot of a lot of a lot of growth opportunity, man. You can <laughs> bring on some more people. Holy cow! Yeah. Oh, and, and we are, we are. I also most involved with USA boxing, right? Um, you know, the current president is, is a personal friend of mine. Um, we 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 just joined together to start a, a nonprofit. Um, we partnered up with uh, uh, it's called Brotherhood Boxing here in Bushwick. Um, great programs there, great you know, intro programs for kids. But now what we want to do is we're trying to get the community, you know what I'm saying, to help us raise their kids. Yeah. Through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and there's this new profit organization that we have going on um, beyond boxing. We work with the courts, you know what I'm saying, with the justice system, so to speak. You know what I'm saying, with parole officers and like that to keep them out of prison. So this is a project we're launching off, you know what I'm saying, coming this summer. I mean, so that's, I would just say, fulfilling for me, you know what I'm saying? Like for, for us to get back to, you know, what we grew up. Because if we had the same mentors, I mean, if I had somebody like me, just snatch me by the neck and like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Box, <laughs> like, I'm world champ, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so hell yeah. So, no, I got you. I love that, so, I love that. Go ahead, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's okay, it's good. Yeah, I say I love that, man. I think the fact that you're in this for for a bigger reason than financial gratification. There's not a lot of people in the industry like that anymore, where they they care for their clients more than they care about their money. That's honest truth. Yeah. So I appreciate you being there. I appreciate you being that guy. Oh, look at me! I care about the money as well, but you, know, <laughs> that. you need it. You need it. <laughs> but, that's the reward part. You don't have to chase the money. Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. And so. The next, this is a little bit of a longer question. So if you need me to repeat anything, Roderick, I definitely will. So, um, you know, in the gym and fitness industry, there's about three pillars of business we typically use, and that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Being consistent, consistent in, in, in pricing. I, um, like I said, I, I, I play to my base, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I might charge this rate for this person. I might charge a lower rate for another person. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and be honest with you, I know compared to the high prices, like I'm below market value. Yeah. Right? But I know my demographics. I'm also a Bushwick, right? Which is like one of the hottest Brooklyn spots that you know what I'm saying you can barely even get in here. Like tonight, I don't even have to go to a party. The block I live on is like six blocks all over the place. I mean six uh, bars, but I'm crossing the street, across the other street to get it. I, on and on and on. Um 
So I know my base. This base here is artists, is young people, implants from other places coming. They're bosses, don't get it twisted. Like they're young bosses, you know, they, they're also out having a good time, you know? So they're in between really finding themselves and establishing themselves in, 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 today, in today's world, society, whatever that is. Right? So they're striving for better, you know? So they're, it's not like they can shut up Manhattan prices at 150, $160 a session. You see what I'm saying? So I put like, like my, you know, saying my life into play. Like I said, what is it that I do? Right? What is it that I do in my life? I need opportunity, right? More than anything, you can be a specialist, that's one thing, but if you have opportunity, that's what the clients do. So if I have a good client and, and I, I want to keep them because for, for numerous reasons, good person, right? Great network, because it's always about a network as well. You understand? You're not going to invest a lot of time and money in people that, that are not a good network. That's not going to help you help them propel forward in life, whatever that is. You, you follow what I'm saying? So yeah. the career is, I have to be, you know, say happy medium if I'm going to sit there and tell you, yeah, you're my friend. I know what you do. I know how much you make. I know what's fair. So if I charge this person $95 rate, you know what I'm saying, uh, procession. And this one, I, I, I really honor their friendship and want to keep them. That I don't mind going to seventy-five dollars a session. You, you understand what I'm saying? So no, of course. That's what I think. That I, I really don't have the consistency because I'm more about, like I said, I'm not going to make a lot more money, you know. But it's, for me, it's about the, the network. It's about the consist, you know, so the the, the, the the general relationships that we build. You know, what I'm saying with, with people that we just meet. Yeah. A hundred percent. And and I appreciate the honesty and transparency to the fact that you can be honest on air because a lot of people want to sound like the, the, the top guy. And that's okay. But the fact that you can admit to that, I appreciate and the viewers appreciate well, it as well. I'm good though. And I'm good. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, it. That's I know I'm, I'm on the value of myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. But yeah, bro, I, I'm phenomenal. I don't, I don't, you know, say like we can go on and on and on. That's besides the price, not even a sales pitch. That's like, so I know what I'm giving, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm on the value of this. But yeah. that's what that means to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and 100%. That's what it is you can do the one on ones and the personal. Yeah. And, and let me ask you this too. So for marketing, I, I know we didn't raise this on but for marketing, what do you typically use to market as of now that gets you your clients? I mean, like I said, since, since what I do is 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 one on one based, private based, you know what I'm saying? It's like, the only marketing I do, honestly, is, is social media, right? I'll, I'll put a board up. This trip, I'm not even going to put a board up. I told you, I sold it. I sold the, 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 all the, all the um, two classes, you know, say before the, the evening even passed. So, like, and then it's word of mouth. I get clients, like, yesterday I had, I had a, a father coming here, uh, a guy that I grew up with, like, 30 years ago. I don't remember him. And because some other kid, parent, was like, yo, my son is like, what? And the first thing I told him, I said, look, if you want a kid to learn how to box, there's a gym right here, you know what I'm saying, uh, where you have kids and programs and stuff like that. If you want one-on-one personal kid, oh, like, I, I hate to do it to you, but uh, I am expensive. You know what I'm saying? He was like, that's why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not because it's expensive, because you're worth it. Because they the told me what it is. I don't want them over there because I tried that. Right? He was like, I tried that. And, and there was no intention on him. And I want my, my son to have the best, and I know what you do. 
You know what I'm saying? So that, honestly, look, I said, boom. And I, and I was selling them on my high rate, right? And it, it made me humble out. But, and then I looked at him, I was like, nah, I want to train with you. Because he understands what I have to offer. I'm not going to rape him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to dig in his pocket. Yeah, I'm going to pay him out. Well, you know, he's telling me I'm worth it. He's going to pay it. And I'm ready to hit him with, you know what I'm saying? Top, top price. I know you can't recommend it. I won't. That's what I mean by no consistency. Don't get me wrong. I'm still getting my work. You know what I mean? I'm still getting, you know, good payment for that, you know? And who knows? That little kid might be my world champion. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you don't know. So, you know what I'm saying? It's always in the best of the relationships when it comes to client base. You know? So it's hard that. to I love that. I love that. So, and, and now last two questions for you here, Rod, and these are my two favorite questions. So this first one's going to be, you know, what's the bigger picture? What do you want to accomplish, you know, down the road? What's the overarching goal? Rod's better. Rod's better fitness and everything. Brand, I have to brand it out. <clears throat> I have to brand it out. And I'm in the fight game. So, you know, Rod's better promotions. Everything under them, brother. Everything fitness under them, brother, brother. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And last question for you, Ryan. I don't, I don't see myself being a trainer, a trainer of fighters. I don't see myself being a trainer in, in two years. I see myself being a gym of multiple gyms. I can see that. I love that. I, lo I love that. And I, I want to talk to you about that after. But um, And last question for you. If you can go back in time, man, to when you first started the gym and give yourself that one piece of advice that you feel like would have made the biggest difference, what would that advice be for you, brother? Maybe reach bigger. I could have started bigger. You know, I'm not bigger, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like I, I just, I took a chance. You know, it, it wasn't even a chance. It was like, ah, let's just by chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, let's just do it. If I would have sat back and said, you know what, let me really, really want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's why I see myself two years from now. I see this more. I see my success from the pandemic to the six months in this location. You know, we already understand what that was. Everything was slow, right? Now that I have the blueprint, I think it'll be a much greater success, including marketing, including, you know, saying all the things, the consistency where I don't have to face, you know, one-on-ones uh, 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 and, no, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing, this is what we got. You know our brand, you know our product, right? It's already proven. This is what we offer. I love that. I love that. So, look. Talk about a mic drop there, Rod. Look, I think it's a good place to wrap up uh, things on this episode. But before we sign out, Rod, shout out your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, anything you have, man, please. Okay, we're on uh, uh, Instagram. It's Rod's Better. You know, Rod, always better. Rod's Better. And uh, the website is uh, www.bushboxnyc. I love it. I love it. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time your contribution right, everything bro. for today man thank you so much seriously i'm glad you made it over today man i know it was this morning and it worked it worked out really well um and to everyone who tuned in today we appreciate you as well don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit the like and subscribe button and if you're interested in talking about your fitness and uh your business with the fitness industry click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very very soon and as always till next time jim lords out Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, 
Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host today, Adam Shop, and today with me is Mr. Mark with MZJ Fitness out of Chicago, Illinois. Mark, how's it going today? I'm pretty good. And how you doing? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. How is the uh, the weather up there? It's amazing by Chicago standards. Uh, yeah, so we're around 40 degrees this week. The sun's out. We went we went for about a month without seeing the sun up until like like a week or so ago. So it uh, was pretty depressing. But uh, sun's out. The weather's warm. So you, you see people out running around in this like. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, like it's 70 yeah. degrees. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I can I can handle this. So, but uh, okay. that can change real quick, right? Seasonal depression at its finest. Yep, um, absolutely. Good old good old Midwest. Um, well, needless to say, uh, very familiar with that. But you know, it's it's you know about the same here. A little bit warmer here today. It's actually in like the mid sixties, so it's kind of nice. little nice. Um, but thanks for taking the time today. Appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and just open up to you. Just kind of go ahead and give our listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, your experiences leading up to the point where now you are the owner of MZJ Fitness. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, born and raised in Chicago, been here in the same neighborhood my whole life. I'm, I'm 46 years old, uh, three uh, grown children. And um, yeah, I've uh, loved Chicago, grew up here and uh, started off as a high school basketball coach. Uh, that's what kind of piqued my interest into uh, personal training. I, I enjoyed working with the guys in the off season, you know, doing uh, strength and conditioning and injury prevention stuff. And um, so eventually went and got certified through ACE and uh you know, did that uh, on the side. It's still it's still a side business for me. It's, it's quickly turning into a full time business, especially since COVID. Uh, things are really picked up. But um, you know, I was working around my day job, you know, training clients early morning, evening, Saturdays, and uh, like I said, it's just blown up the last uh, couple of years. I went from you know doing a hand you know eight to ten sessions a week on the side to doing like thirty to thirty five a week now. So. Um, it has changed a lot. Whereas it was early mornings, you know, late evenings. Now, so many people are working from home uh, and live in the area that they're able to shoot away from work and need me to, to train. I have my studio right outside my office here. So uh, I can have clients come whenever I step out of the office, you know, put them through the session and then come back here and get back to my, my uh, day job. So. Yeah, man, it's quick. Uh, it's uh, funny how, you know, time's changed so quick and it's like, all right, well, this is uh, turning more and more into, you know, a full-time. Yeah. And that was always the goal at some point to go into fitness full-time. And, you know, that's probably going to happen in the next year or so, you know, phase out this other business and, and go at the fitness business full-time. Yeah, absolutely. So let's kind of talk about that just a little bit, you know, kind of, um, you know, real quick, you know, what's, um, you know, the, the other side of, you know, your other business, you know, like what, what's that currently doing right now? Yeah, so my uh, dad and I are partners. We've been in, in business uh, about 23 years. We, it's a business-to-business collection agency. So, you know, we help businesses collect from other businesses that, that owe them money. Um, you know, my dad's been in the industry forever. I got into it uh, in late teens, and then uh, we decided to uh, go into business together um, 
like I said, about 23 years ago. And uh, it's been great. It's, you know, I, I live a mile away from the, the, the office, uh, you know, it allowed me the flexibility to train, to coach, uh, to be a room dad in my kid's school and just, you know, be involved with everything. So it's just, uh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, that's really nice being able to be there, um, you know, in more ways than one. So yeah, I feel that now. Um, well, cool. That's a, well, I mean, business to business collection. I don't know. This doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun from the title, but <laughs> No, it's not, you know, but like I said, the, the, the benefits uh, that, that came come along with it and the flexibility, yeah. uh, well worth it. Yeah, man. Um, so kind of, you know, let's dive into this MZJ Fitness a little bit, you know, kind of talk to me through, you know, what's the square footage, you know, obviously, you know, it's in conjunction with another office, but, you know, what's the square footage, you know, how many clients overall right now do you have with, you know, the pickup from COVID and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the uh, space I'm in right now, we've just been in here about three years, um, you know, basically turned get a chunk of the office out there into a fitness studio. So it's about uh, about 400, maybe about 450 square feet. So it's, uh, yeah, I got, got everything, I got everything I need. You know, I got my cardio equipment, I got a squat rack, I got cable crossover, uh, um, yeah, pretty, pretty much everything you, you need uh, I, I have here and I utilize the space well. I can, you know, fit two to three people in here when I have them. Um, typically, most of my clients are one-on-one. So, um, yeah, it's plenty of space for that. And, uh, and then when the weather, ever the weather's good, there's park across the street. And there's another park a couple blocks away. I'll meet my clients at the park, you know, where uh, you know, I, I travel with med balls, kettlebells, TRX, you know, whatever I need. And um, so I get outside, you know, when, whenever the weather's good here, you got to take advantage. So I, I meet my clients out in the park and you know, get it in that way. Yeah. able to kind of dive into the elements a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess, you know, like what's, you know, do you have like a specific number of clients that you currently house? Um, and how often, you know, would you say you're using the office space versus kind of like outside space? Yeah, so right now I'm hovering uh, around 25, 26 clients um, consistently. Uh, yeah, it's, some are twice a week, uh, several are once a week. And um, yeah, so like I said, right now it's like, it comes out to around you know, 30 to 35 sessions uh, so to, to where I'm at each week. And uh, it's, it's inside, you know, big chunk of the year, but you know, as soon as we hit spring and get decent weather, um, you know, and some of it depends on my client. I got some clients, they're like, I don't care. We can go outside as long as it's not raining and we'll be outside. I got other ones. They got to have that window of like 70 to 80 degrees. They're good. But otherwise, let's be inside in air conditioning, you know. So, um, you know, I kind of, you know, go along with what my clients like. You know, I want them to be comfortable. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I got a great space. You know, it's a little unorthodox space. You know, I'm not like in a storefront or anything. I'm, I'm up on a fifth floor uh, of an office building with a beautiful view. And yeah, I don't think you see many uh, gyms in, in a place like this. So, uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. That uh, sounds very neat. Yeah. So you, you touched on, you know, wanting to, you know, eventually, you know, be full time in the fitness biz. You know, what, what's kind of like. The transition what does that look like is it do you have to increase more members at your facility do you have to bring on another like maybe part-time coach is it kind of something where like you know you talk to like your dad as far as you know the time frame of when to leave or how, how, what does that look like 
Yeah, so it's a little bit up in the area. We're kind of transitioning. We just uh, bought a house across the border in Indiana. It's about about 50 minutes from here. Um, so we, I have my lease up here near the end of the year uh, going. So I'll at least be here this long and, and may continue it uh, uh, just because, you know, business is so good. I'm so, so busy. Uh, I, I really didn't need, need to take on uh, new clients with how busy I was. But first of the year, I, I jacked up my rates a bunch and figured, yeah, if, if people are willing, willing to pay it, I guess, you know, I'm priced right. If not, I know. And I've been landing client after client the last couple couple weeks, so it's a, it's a great location, a great space. So uh, you know, maybe sticking around a while and, and, and maybe hiring someone um, to train when I'm not here because I am going to work on setting up um, a business in Northwest Indiana where I'm moving to too. So I'll kind of be splitting my time, you know, get uh, a location set up there. And then uh, I'm diving into the uh, online space too. So I'm, I'm working uh, with a business coach, uh, we're kind of setting up an on online uh, platform. Sorry. The person um, is Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> All good? Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we're going to work on getting onto the online space, kind of more a subscription model. I do have a few clients uh, that I'm doing that with now that are overseas that I train. They, they uh, you know, do my uh, online program and I'm basically programming their workouts throughout the week. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a, you know, a three pronged approach here. So the, the two locations yeah. and the online. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, you got some uh, interesting setups going on right now, I guess. Yeah. Um, so in a roundabout way, you know, you mentioned, you obviously you want to have a facility in Indiana. So mm -hmm. is that going to be something where it's like, you're going to, you know, maybe execute at least somewhere like a small building or, you know, is that dependent upon kind of what you do with your time now here in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of going to be a feeling out process once I get there. Um, I do want to put the energy and effort into uh, you know, building up the online uh, business and getting a good chunk of my revenue from, from that. Um, Cause eventually the goal is to move largely uh, to something like that in years ahead. So I can travel and do, you know, do that all remote. Um, so once I get there, you know, it's going to, it'll be that. And then yeah, perhaps getting a, a facility, rent some space, um, or, you know, might just be continuing to operate this here, um, you know, while I set up the, uh, the online space, you know, over there, you know, I'm probably going to be splitting like half the week here, half the week there. So, you oh, know, yeah, still kind of figure figuring it out. There's a lot of I'm juggling a lot of balls here. No, absolutely. You know, it's, I mean, I guess it could always be a good thing, you know, not necessarily a bad thing, depending on, you know, how you look at it, but mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, obviously you said, you know, the online thing is going to be like a huge portion, um, for you, yeah. you know, what's, you know, with your time here still in Chicago and stuff like that, and, you know, you'll be able to bounce back and forth, you know, what's like the, the, the big, big goals for, you know, the PT studio currently, like, do you want to, you know, are you stepping back a little by little with the business to business and then slowly bringing on more to the PT for now? Or, you know, kind of like walk me through, like, what are your big, big goals between now and then um, before shifting over to Indiana and then kind of, you know, doing the, the community back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, the goal was just to, to you know, get uh, my uh, training income uh, up enough to make that transition. Um, 
so that was going to be you know taking on more clients made more time away from the collection business and, and slowly phasing that out um but like i said in the last several months you know I've been able to raise my rates several times to the point where that that income is now sustainable you know as if i was work doing it full time uh without having to put a ton of more hours in so um so I'm real blessed in that, that fashion. So, you know, really it's going to be um, just phasing out the uh, collection business over the next, you know, six to 12 months and, uh, you know, picking up some new clients here and there, but then really focusing on, on spending the time to get the online platform going and really marketing that well. And, um, you know, just right now in the early stages of it, you know, finding my, my niche, you know, it's a whole different uh, ball game going to the online space. You know, you can't just be an online trainer for general population because you're in a sea of millions, you know, worldwide. So you got to stand out. You got to market to a very particular, uh, you know, clientele. Uh, yeah, so the online world is, there, there's so many people now that are like hungry for like specific types of trainers or like, you know, maybe um, they want to look for like, you know, an athletic trainer where they're looking to like, you know, maybe do a show or a competition or, you know, or they can do like a rugged maniac or a Spartan race or something like that. So it's like, you know, you have so many different niches and things like that. So, you know, for you to yeah. be able to figure out exactly, you know, what clientele you want so you can target the right audience and stuff like that too. So that way you don't just have people that come and go after, you know, what, three months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why when I started working with a business coach about that, you know, he asked me who I like training, you know, typically, typically training and it, it's all over the place. Like I have early twenties up until to mid eighties with my clientele and, you know, all different fitness levels. So kind of, he asked me a bunch of questions and, and I got to the end of it. He says, basically you want to train somewhere in the 30 to 50 year old men, business owners or executives that have limited time have families. And I said, you just described me. <laughs> and he says, yeah, that's, that makes sense. you know, you, you know, you know how hard it is to, to run a business and to have time to, to take care of your health. And he says, that's, that would be perfect for you to really target that audience. So, and, and, you know, and then there's income, you know, there are higher uh, income earners in that uh, bracket too. So, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's right. So. It'd be a little easier to sell that training package. And be like, listen, you don't got time, can't go to a gym. What else you have to lose? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and being able to speak from personal experience. So yeah. there you go. Oh, it's always good to be able to speak from personal experience. Cause then it's like, you, you're, it's almost like you're talking to yourself, like having that one-on-one conversation in the mirror. And it's like, you know, yeah. Um, what would I want to hear? Yeah. What, what do yeah, I, yeah, exactly. What would I want to hear? Yep. Yeah, so. yeah, Mark. So you know, with that being said, obviously the online thing is going to be a, a big focus coming up in the next, you know, phase of your, your endeavors. Um, what kind of things, you know, like right now you said you're doing personal training, small group training, you know, kind of like talk to me, how, how's the small group training going? Are you, you know, doing more individual one-on-one or is it kind of mixed between like, you know, maybe you have a small group of like two or three or, you know, what's that, that avenue look like? The majority of it is, you know, probably of the, you know, 30 plus sessions I'm doing a week. Um, maybe five are, are, are group, small group training. And it's, it's usually, two, I think everybody's two right now. So it's, you know, married couples working out together or a couple of friends working out together. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a little while since I had three in here. Yeah. Um, you know, is, is that something, 
you know, if you talk about, you know, like maximizing your income and your revenue, is that, is that something you've thought about, you know, maybe like trying to get more, you know, small groups to maximize your time for how yeah. many people are there? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely on the, the horizon too. Um, just with how busy I'm getting and stuff, one way to, to, to maximize and, you know, that, I was thinking about approach of how to do that. They put it out there that, uh, you know, Hey, I have this slot open for a group of three, you know, you know hit, hit me up if you're interested and, you know, for them, it can save them a little money that uh, might not be able to afford personal training, but can do group training. So yeah, that's definitely something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Cause in that way you're able to, you know, obviously maximize space and time for money or for value exchange. Yeah. We all love that. Um, Cool. And then you touched on, you know, kind of like marketing to the right people and things like that. You know, what types of things are you doing, you know, on your own or, you know, if you're working with, you know, maybe like a part-time agency or something like that, you know, kind of walk me through, you know, what, what's your marketing source look like? How are you mainly getting your leads in? Obviously you're not first floor storefront. So it's gotta be kind of a different dynamic there. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it, it was working with uh, GoDaddy Social, actually. That's uh, that's been a game changer. They had reached out to me a few times and pitched me and, you know, for what I was doing, you know, three years ago and, and this, the, the limited time I had and the small handful of clients, I just, it just wasn't worth the, the expense of what they were asking. And then right after shutdown happened with COVID, they, the guy reached out and they offered to do, you know, like a 45 minute call and uh, just go through my website, my, you know, my social media, you know, which was barely anything at that point. And um, so it was a good conversation. And at the end, he wanted to pitch me again. And I said, like, you guys have pitched me this before. He says, no, he says, you understand that with this shutdown, we're hurting right now. We're slashing our prices. You know, I did some negotiating with them and got locked in at a monthly price that they guaranteed for life. So they're still paying this that same price. They threw in, you know, uh, multiple photo shoots, um, so they set up my the Instagram, my Facebook, Twitter, Google, Yelp, and they take care of all of that. So they do the photo shoots. They send me a bunch of posts for each week uh, that are going to post at different times. I approve them or tweak them, and um, and they go out. So there's not a whole lot of uh, thinking because I just I was terrible at doing that because I didn't have time to do it. And you know, it's like okay, what should I post? When should I post? Um, and so that's been good. Uh, and then. The majority of it is either Google searches. I come up real, real high when someone you know searches uh, for a trainer in my area. Uh, I got a ton of five-star reviews. So a lot of people like these last couple, few clients I got, you know, I'm not even having to do much selling. I think going on my website, I lay everything out there. I lay my prices out there. So there's no surprises. You know, I don't want someone coming to me and you know wondering you know, what I'm going to charge or if they can afford it, you know, if they're serious, they see how much I charge, you know, the, the, enough to pick up the phone and reach out. And um, it's been real easy closing. So, so Google's been huge. Uh, word of mouth has always uh, been huge. I get a lot of referrals and uh, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Nice. Um, so, you know, you know, would you say, you know, your ads or, you know, like your, your marketing, you know, is it, is it geared towards, or let me ask you this, how would you set up your small group? Like you said, you have some husbands, some wives, maybe some sisters or brothers, things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you ever pair, you know, like randoms together if it's like something they're comfortable with or kind of how do you, you know, tackle that? 
Yeah, no, I, I never really had before um, until recently. I got uh, two people working out together. Um, you know, they kind of they met at my boot camp, so they're a little familiar with each other. And um, and I have them working out um, once a week. Uh, you know, doing a six a.m. workout together. So that that's kind of been in the introduction of it. Um, the rest of the time's all been you know, couple friends or married couple or family or um, father son. You know, type thing. So. So yeah, it's definitely like I said, something I'm going to be exploring. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I can uh, give you a little idea how my what my business model's like uh, as far as the training. Yeah, you know, I, I went through years of doing individual sessions, whether it's once a week, twice a week, three times a week, and you don't know what your clients are doing the rest of the time when they're not seeing you. And then you know they're wondering why they're not getting results when you know they they see me for 45 minutes uh, one time a week and you know, I'm not seeing you know seeing great results because they're not doing anything the rest of the time. So you know I got a, a, a app set up through tra- trainerize and my program involves basically I sell it is I am with you seven days a week. You know you're meeting with me you know my packages are once a week or twice a week right now that you meet me with me in person but I got you doing something every day. Tomorrow you got, you know, maybe it's 15 minutes of cardio and I work with everyone to figure out what works for them. Wednesday, I got a, a full you know, a, you know, body weight workout for you. You know, Thursday night, you might be doing some yoga. You're seeing me on Friday. Uh, my boot camp, um, I, I throw into my packages. So I, all my clients are welcome to come to my boot camp uh, without any additional charge. And, um, so that's, that's been huge for me since I went to this model because it's allowed me to charge uh, a lot more. Um, and my clients are seeing much better results because they're feeling the accountability, you know, all the way through the week. Um, as soon as they, they're doing a workout, I'm notified, uh, you know, on my watch or my phone that uh, so-and-so completed their workout. They can message me anytime with questions. They upload progress photos. They can track their, you know, their steps, their, their uh, calories, all that stuff on there. So you know, I've just been trying to add value to it. And and, it, and that's what's, that's made it easy to, to sell too. And uh, I also worked out a deal with the local DEXA scan company. So all my client with their initial package and DEXA scans, DEXA scans included. So we get to, you know, a baseline uh, measurements right away. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, the, the accountability is huge mm-hmm. for, you know, just about anybody, because if you're able to lay out five days worth of like, you know, you do this, 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 and this, and it's like, okay, now they have something to look forward to versus like, well, I only see them once a week. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And they're feeling lost. And it's like, oh, I'm not seeing the results. You know, this isn't working for me. And then it's like, you know, not, uh, you know, for them, it doesn't, they don't see the value, but. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, talked about a little bit of leads marketing you know kind of walk us through a little bit of you know how long are your clients you know with you is it is it long term is it kind of like they do like a six month package you know whatever your packages are um but you know they finish their package do they resign do they feel accomplished where they're like oh man like this is great but i have more people i can refer you kind of walk us through you know what's that like yeah, it's you know, most of my clients stick around a long time. I still have one of my um, original clients going back from you know 15 years ago um, that still sees me, or so she'll take some time off now and then, and then give it come back. And, um, you know, I'd say probably of my 25, 26 clients I have right now, probably 
least half of them been with me over a year, um, you know, some two, three years. So, uh, yeah, they, they typically uh, stick around or, or I, what I do is phase them out. You know, they might not be able to afford doing my, my uh, you know, four week, twice a week package, um, you know, for a long time. So I'll have, they might do that for a couple months, two, three months, and then phase down to seeing me one time a week in person. They still get everything, everything else that's included with my packages and they're only seeing me once a week. And then I got some that phase down to just my full accountability package. So they're not seeing me in person, they, but they have my app. I'm still programming the workouts for the week, you know, so they're able to, you know, have that accountability, but they obviously save some money. And so, uh, and I got ones like that, that, uh, been just continuing to, to use my, uh, app and accountability service for, for a long time. So. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so kind of going back to full picture here with, you know, your Chicago facility, and then obviously you're going to be moving over to Indiana again. Um, and you talked about, you know, commuting back and forth, you know, long, long-term goals, you know, let, let's, you know, I always like call it the snow globe effect. You know, you take a step back and you look at everything that you have, you know, where in the next, we'll say three to five years with MZJ fitness, where do you want to see yourself? primarily do you have an interest i know you said online was a big shift for you but do you have an interest in you know expanding brick and mortar to you know growing that to a decent size where it's like okay i have a manager or a general manager that i trust that can run this you know i have somebody in this fifth floor location in chicago that can do this you know kind of walk me through what's what's that vision look like in the next 35 years um or you know your thoughts as of right now mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> It, it's changed and it changes over time. The way I think about it. Um, yeah, my wife and I have been talking about it. We want, you know, we want to be able to travel. You know, we, we're, we're young, empty nesters now. Our, all three kids are out of the house and, uh, you know, we're both in our late 40s. So it's, I don't want to get too bogged down with, um, you know, a brick and mortar place uh, and, and everything that comes with uh, yeah. being a charge of that so yeah that, that's why my focus is really going to be to build on the uh online portion and then you know kind of supplement with you know what i'm doing now um because honestly if i if i built up to where i think i can get with the the online and had similar clientele to what i have now uh, with the brick and mortar you know I, i'd be fine um and then with the the you know four or five years down the road to maybe be strictly uh, online so we can travel wherever. Um, you know, I kind of envision you know, being able to do it all remotely and then wherever we happen to be traveling to get the word out here. And, and, and you know, we're going to run some boot camp classes here, come on out, or you know, MZJ Fitness is going to be in town for the next week, you know, reach out to schedule a session with me, uh, that kind of thing. So there you go, kind of using, you know, like, objects or you know things in the area that you can to or maybe you have like a I don't know if you do already but you know maybe you have like a little uh like a travel uh what do you want to call it? like a travel trailer of you know general general equipment to like yeah. you know hey mz m you know mzj fitness pop-up you know boot camp come check it out whatever whatever and then, you know yeah. obviously traveling flying and stuff that wouldn't uh you know fly too much, but yeah yeah, the, the, the dream would be to just to go uh, yeah, have a motorhome and travel the country and do all that. But my wife wants no part of that. So it's, uh, it's not going to happen. But uh, you're going to be out there sweating and doing that. And she's going to be looking at you from the RV like, no. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I get it, man. I get it. Um, yeah. Well, cool. No, the online is, you know, definitely, I think, you know, and I myself has always been interested in that, but you know, like again, ever since COVID it's everybody kind of <laughs> wants to do the, uh, the online thing and they have all these ideas, all these content creators and TikTokers and all that stuff. So um, it's definitely times to change since the, the good old fashioned, you know, yeah. old school ways, I guess you want to call it now. Yeah. Yeah. It really has. So, you know, it's, it's a good time for me to, to, you know, take a stab at it because if it doesn't work, you know, it's, I got a good thing to fall back on here. So there you go. But um, Absolutely. Yeah hoping it does i got a lot of uh, what i think are great ideas for it and it's just a matter of selling it and getting getting the word out there yeah, yeah man absolutely um well cool well last few things here before we get wrapping up yep. um you know i was asked this question towards the end of our show and you know if you 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 obviously have a little multiple experience with you know a different kind of business and then obviously your own personal brand fitness business mm -hmm. so for somebody you know, looking to start up their own business in, you know, we'll say the health and fitness industry, hmm. you know, with today's times, you know, what advice would you give them? You know, where would you start them, lead them off? Yeah. Uh, get yourself a client, even one client, two clients and over deliver, you know, get, get someone in the door where you, you, you don't worry about numbers. How many clients can I get? The important thing is getting those first couple clients in the door and just being the best damn trainer you can be and constantly learning along the way. Um, you know, I'm a, obviously a much better trainer than I was when I got in this 15 years ago. And, and then it, you know, word of mouth. That's where my, my clients came from initially. It was just people saying, Hey, I love working with Mark um, and telling other people. And, and that's the best way to get your word. Then you get them posting nice reviews for you online. And like I said, with all these reviews that I've added up over the years and I continue to get it, it makes it when someone finds me or, you know, finds my website or Googles me once they reach out, it's been so easy to sell them. It's like, they, they, they see all the reviews. So it's like, start off small, you know, do what you say you're going to do over deliver you might be thinking you're, you know, you're not charging enough for what you're giving this first couple clients. It'll pay off though. It's, you know, you, you, you want to send them away happy. You want them, you know, talking about you. And, um, you know, that, that's kind of the biggest thing is uh, I would say starting out is, you know, just get one or two clients and, and be the best trainer you, you can be and, you know, be ready to adjust, be ready to pivot when things don't work. Um, ask your clients for feedback, uh, ask for constructive criticism, um, that kind of thing. And, you know, be a good listener, but uh, part of being a good trainer is you got to be a good listener. You probably know this. Is, is some people got to come in with all kinds of, of baggage from their day. And, uh, you know, I got, I got a few teachers that I train and, you know, they'll come in like, yeah, Mark, can we just box today? I need, I need the box. I need to hit something. <laughs> like, so that's not what I had planned, but this is your session. So let's, yeah. let's for you. Um, yeah, no, the, the biggest thing, the one thing, I don't know, this is, you know, seven years ago, almost just about seven years ago, you know, I, I had a, a regional that I, you know, I personally didn't like, but I'll uh, <clears throat> be nice. Um, but he did say, he's like, if you're willing to learn, you're willing to grow. And, you know, I think, especially in the fitness industry, whether you're a personal trainer, a group trainer, 
you know, uh, a health coach, a life coach, if, if you're willing to adapt and learn and evolve with the ever coming times, then you'll be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. And, and then, you know, reach out, you know, talk to someone that's been in the industry a while, you know, look for a mentor. You know, you, you can find some online too, some some good guys. But you know, if you're near a gym in the area, or you know, someone's got a studio in the area, uh, if you're a young trainer, I said, you know, reach out to them. There's guys, you know, like me that would gladly take someone under their wing and, and show them the ropes and show them <laughs> keep them from making mistakes that you know I made yeah. a lot of that. So absolutely, not all the guys you know that have been in it a while that would probably be happy to help. Yeah, well, and even, you know, like, whether you're young or old, it's like everybody can learn something from somebody, you know, even the most experienced Olympic athletes still have a coach. Yeah, yeah. and I still go see it, you know, work with a trainer occasionally because I need a kick in the butt and, and some, you know, tweak what I'm doing, so. There you go. Maybe it'll spark new ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, Mark. Well, I appreciate that. I'm sure everybody else out there listening appreciates that as well. Um, you know, last thing before we head off today is, you know, how can everyone reach you, you know, website, Instagram, Facebook, you know, go ahead and give a shout out to all your handles, any which way, you know, somebody can, you know, reach MZJ fitness. Yeah, definitely. Um, my website is mzjfit.com. Uh, so yeah, all my info's there, uh, Instagram, same thing, MZJ fitness or MZJ fit, excuse me. Um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, same thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. mzjfit.com and MZJ fitness. So um, yeah, be great. If you, if you follow me on there, I'll follow, follow you back. And, um, I, you know, I love supporting other people in the industry. You know, I, I don't look at everybody as a competitor. You know, I look at it as almost like a teammate, you know, let's, let's grow this industry. Let's weed out the bad ones and let's, let's lift up the good ones. And, um, you know, that's, that's where you can find me and you can reach out anytime to, to talk shop or strategy or look for ideas or opportunities. I'm, I'm, I'm always open. So. Awesome. Well, appreciate that, Mark. Uh, for everybody out there listening, you know, those are the ways to reach out to him. If you're ever in the Chicago, you know, area, more or less uh, the Jefferson, is that Jefferson Park area? Park, Portage Park. Yeah, northwest side. Yeah, there you go. So you guys are in that area. That's kind of the suburb of, you know, where he's at. But, you know, it, go check it, it online. If you're looking for one-on-one or maybe in like a small group, you know, significant other, you know, this is a place for you. Yep. And then, uh, and then soon I'll be in uh, the Sherville Crown Point, Indiana area too. So if you're out that way, you know, hit me up. There you go. Multiple locations and uh, soon to be online uh, with a big presence as well. So yes, sir. Um, excellent. Well, for everybody out there, that's the story today. Um, if you know, again, if you're a business owner or aspiring business owner that started something and you're looking to get your perspective and your story out there, please click on the link below, type in all your info. We'll be in touch. Uh, but until then, everybody, that's another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. Gym Lords, out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up, right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us once again, our guest today is Mr. Brett Mercanti of Body and Mind Athletics, joining us from Manatic, Ontario, Canada. Brett, what's going on, sir? How are you today? Not much, Joseph. A lot has happened since we last talked. I'm excited to do this and grateful to have the opportunity again. We are excited. These these where are they now type interviews really shine a lot of light on what's possible over a window of time in fitness, especially given the freedom to operate. For a long time previous to this, and everybody here that listens to this podcast knows, yeah. there's a, there's been some iffy rules as to when and how we can operate, regardless of where you are. Somebody was in, or you were affected regardless. Mm-hmm. No more so than Ontario and our neighbors to the north. But we won't dive down that rabbit hole. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sure you're sick of talking about it. What I would love to get into here, Brett, is for the people who missed the first interview, what body and mind athletics is in your own words. So people have some context for our conversation here. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we are a fitness facility, obviously. We predominantly offer group classes as well as personal training. Uh, We do have some specialty programs. Myself and four of my other team members are fully certified exercise therapists, which falls within the physiotherapy realm. So it gives us a really unique ability to use movement patterns and correctives as well as muscle testing to kind of bring very specific uh programming or regimes into practice and we like to take that practice into our group classes so we're very science oriented i'm very fortunate that i've learned for a lot of brilliant people in the industry we offer six different classes a week um, that can be from hypertrophy to a class that i have developed called form and focus i love alliteration i'm a little bit nerdy in that sense but anyways that one's based on our exercise therapy background where Tuesday, we'll usually focus on scapular issues or the upper torso into the cervical spine, the thoracic, the lumbar, so on and so forth. There's some core involvement. And then Friday is usually the lower extremities. But before I get too ahead of myself, we also periodize in macro, micro, you know, mesocycles, all that other nerdy mm-hmm. stuff that we love to do. So every three months, we change up our periodization. So we usually have like a hypertrophy based three months. We then have more like geared towards fat burning, nutrition type things. And then now we're into more of our strength training, which we have finally been able to get to since we've been open for a year. Got it. Okay. And so to summarize here and in, in- from a in-the-know fitness industry perspective as well as an end-user client perspective. Fitness industry perspective, we know our stuff, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're programming in a method that's going to give our clients the best possible results. From the end-user perspective, this is a facility where I don't need to worry about my training. 
you got it. I'm outsourcing that to you guys. Absolutely. You guys are the expert. Take care of it. I'm going to show up, do the work, get the results. Is that about you right? Yeah. And, and the other neat thing too, is I have a fantastic team. We're all highly educated. Our main focus is not only to make sure we're as educated as possible, but we're educating our members to be able to flourish and, you know, go on their own if they need to. Like if anyone goes away on vacation, as long as they've been here for three months, they pretty much know exactly what to do any gym they walk into. So we're very proud of that as well. But you pretty much hit it on the head there. Yeah. We, we like to take care of all the thinking. People bring the effort. We do the thinking for them. A lot of coaching facilities, whatever the model is that I've spoken to for scarcity purposes or ego purposes or whatever it is almost feel like they need to keep their secret sauce mm -hmm. you guys we're just pouring into people this is a culture and a, a community of yeah. learning and education yes. which is yeah. a differentiator i think it it certainly speaks to the market at least now for a timeline on all of this brett we we already declared we're going to skip right over the COVID years, but give me an idea of yeah, yeah. when we got this off the ground in the first place. So yeah, like January 6, 2020 was the first day that we opened without going through all the garbage that you aforementioned. Um, we've now finally been open for a full year, which is huge. So I would say last January was, was you know, the mark where we, again, we're finally open. We have seen a lot of growth from there. Like I'm very fortunate we even in the month of January, like this last one, we we're finally open again. I should stop mentioning that, but it's just such a big month in the industry. Yeah. We pretty much now doubled our membership base. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. In so, one month alone. Yeah. While we're able to operate a business in the way that we planned to 2019 yes. and early 2020, proof of concept is there, right? Yes. The market is responding. People are signing up. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to just kind of talk through how all of that was possible. You know, a lot of people listen to this podcast exclusively for new, different, better perspectives on growth, right? Mm -hmm. How do we build a business in the fitness space for you guys? We've been able to operate one year out of three. So yeah. Yeah. what have you guys found to be the main driver of that growth? I think you kind of mentioned it as well. We take away any sort of, I guess, thought in the exercise. We definitely demand that our, our members think about what we're doing. But if they don't know what we're doing, we're very well versed in coaching them. And so my main vision was to bring, because I, I was a per personal trainer one-on-one -on -one for 10 years before I started teaching group fitness classes. And I found, and this isn't to knock any place that I worked for, I'm so grateful for those opportunities. I found that there wasn't the high level that was necessary in a group class. And, and again, this is about as negative as I will get. I was able to make way more mistakes in the beginning of my career one-on-one -on -one because I was one-on-one. -on -one. Whereas in that group setting, when you have 20, 30, 40 people and you're one trainer, and I'm trying to watch everyone's form, it was almost impossible. So because of myself and the education, and we also have like two or three trainers in every class, that's where I think people understand now, like if I go to body and mind, I'm going to be educated. I like to say your membership is like a tuition. 
you're going to learn more here, hopefully, because that's what we hope to happen than you ever have in your entire fitness journey. And whether you stay with us or not, at least we know we did our jobs properly. So I think that's the main reason why we've seen such an awesome growth. Not only have we gotten great material out in social media, but in order to nurture our members and spread word of mouth, we, we do just that. We nurture them with, with care and with form fanatic. Yeah. And, and so again, to, to kind of rephrase a lot of this, we have a product worth marketing, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the time in our industry, we see skipping over that part and just trying to, to pour dollars and, and yes, pour gasoline on a poorly lit fire. It doesn't do much for us. You know, we need to have something that people want to share and talk about in the first place. Mm -hmm. A lot of that has been driven by word of mouth, right? People that we've already had in the ecosystem in some capacity, sharing it with mother, brother, coworker, son, daughter, friend, whatever it is. And it makes sense, you know, the, the price point of this, people that have the resources to be able to afford it probably know other people and hang out with other people that have the resources to be able to afford it. And so, yeah. of course, we're going to take those things yeah. all day long, happy yeah. to take them. You mentioned one thing in there that I wanted to, to pick your brain on, and it's such a hot button topic in our space all the time is social media and how you guys have utilized that to your benefit. What does that look like? How have we, how have we leveraged the platforms to provide us a, a meaningful result in the end? I was very fortunate for the longest time that between myself, one of my team members, Katie, Alex Hunter, like the bulk of us that have been here since day one, we took on that task. And I'm so grateful that they did that. But I knew in order for us to expand like we are now, I needed to hire a social media person. So I'm also lucky that this is a family run business. Not only do I feel like all my team members are family, but now my sister-in-law who has an actual background in social media, I'm lucky my brother convinced her to move out to Ottawa and marry her. So now she's actually here at least four hours a day. Having that person on site is massive because it takes away all of the emailing and the texting. And, you know, we're lucky. We're kind of at the mercy of, of those that have a regular nine to five job, so to speak. I've got clients from 6 a.m. till noon stacked. I'm not going to be on my phone because they're paying a lot of money to see me. And I can't answer those emails at the timely fashion that it needs to. I mean, I can talk about this for too long, but I can't stress enough how important it was to have a person on site that I can rely on and who has a little bit of knowledge as well, not only in the social media world, but she does all of our programming. So she understands exactly how it works on herself. So that's yeah. huge. Having a foot in that world makes such a big difference. You wouldn't believe how many people that I talk to that without a doubt know that they should be active on these platforms, but that's a really open-ended should be. Mm -hmm. Where you go and how you take, how you do all of these things is really a scary topic for a lot of people who just wanted to open up a gym. They didn't dream of sitting on Facebook behind a desk when they were talking about helping people. Yes. It's just the nature of the business. We need to be where the eyeballs are. You got it. You know, social media yeah. is, is a huge component of that for you guys either in the past now or plans in the future. Have we thought about putting some dollars in, in advertising on these platforms or has it been purely? Organic? Oh yeah. Um, we have spent a little bit of money and I'm, and I'm lucky that Chelsea, the 
you know, the woman who's in charge of it, she kind of just comes to me and says, Brett, you know, there's an opportunity here. Like, this is kind of a different language to me, social media. I have right. to ask my wife how I can post this story. Like, I kind of like to go on there and watch hockey videos or something, but we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. So I'm not well-versed with that. I know I need to stick within my lane, be, being the self-proclaimed science nerd that I am, where my passion is. So it's it's great because you don't have to spend a lot of money on these platforms as long as you have someone who knows what they're doing to get the views out. And then we also have internally little, as we call challenges, like check-in challenges. So we have, you know, a decal on a mirror, take a selfie, tag us this, right? So not only are we sharing on our pages, but we also are so fortunate that the community and culture that we've created here is really helping us expand and reach as many eyes as possible. But again, to simplify yeah. and answer, yes, we have spent some dollars. Healthy combination of both. Yeah, you right. got it. Exactly. It's great. Those, those things play off one another. Now... I'm interested in in the next step in the process, right? Just getting leads doesn't do much for the business. We need to convert them at some point. Yes. Walk me through kind of step-by-step step what happens. We register a lead yeah. wherever it came from. Yeah. They clicked on an ad. They, yeah. they found us on social media, whatever it is. Hmm. Tell me about the checkpoints along the way for that person to eventually sign up as a new member. So we have a free three-class trial that we offer in a seven day period. And that is solely based on the science behind the progressive overload principle and endorphins and all that fun stuff. Like if someone wants to only train once a week, no offense, they're not gonna get results. So because we're very results-based, all of our marketing or advertising or basically our processes are based on that science. So three week free class trial, if they like us, awesome like we shoot very high we're i'm not even embellishing but we're over 90 percent on those and if mm. it wasn't for the team behind me and the service that we offer i don't think that would be the case the other thing too so not only do we offer free classes three of them we also give everyone what we like to call a band plan movement assessment so that allows our trainers to not go in there with the sales mind it's a service sales opportunity and i have found very very good levels of sales based on that. I have found if I pressure people to do something they don't want to, they're probably not going to do it, right? They get buyer's remorse. Yeah, we all know that. We, we got a bad reputation in this. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, oh, they're just a sleazy salesman. And I, I don't want to be negative, but I'm just fortunate that I have the practical ability to talk on this. So that three class trial. And then we also tell them, listen, it might be scary to you, but just come and meet with us, right? Our exercise therapy background, we do the muscle testing. If there's any injuries, some of our high intensity classes aren't for the faint of heart, right? They're not for everyone. So we kind of, again, make that plan for them. If they want personal training, here's the information, plant that seed, let it grow. More often than not, we don't even have to ask because of the way our classes are designed, Joseph, it's like a big personal training session. We're not, and again, I'm not knocking other facilities. We're not just going around blowing a whistle. I make sure that when my trainers are in that class, that they're going around and correcting form. So because of that service, it's not very difficult for us to turn that into membership. Another neat thing that I've found, and I don't even care, people can copy all this same thing, like why not share the information, mm -hmm. is we only do a three-month commitment based on that periodization or how long we know it takes for people to adapt. Sometimes that year can be scary. So why not start with three months, at least give us that opportunity to showcase what we can do for you. And then if yep. you love us, great. Smaller then you can commitment. Month to month from there. Yeah, exactly. So of course, you know, the free stuff works, but it's not just, you know, for better choice of words, garbage free stuff. We're actually giving them value as well. I want to, yeah, I want to piggyback on that because there were two things that I think you didn't explicitly call out, but are important here. And one 
before they ever set foot in the door, making it clear that the value is there. We're, we're pouring into these people. We're not collecting a dime mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. We're going to demonstrate the value of this. What that speaks to me is conviction in the product. Yeah, you know, we, sure. we believe in what we do. Come and test drive it, right? Get your hands on it, feel it. Then we can make a more educated decision on where to go from there. There's a lot of pro and cons to free on the front end or, or yep. whatever the other options are. What I think is important here is that you found that it works for you and your selling style. Yes. You know, I think we, we buy how we sell and we sell yep. how we buy. If you were going on the other side of the table, if you were looking for a facility like this, mm-hmm. I would imagine it would not work mm-hmm. if somebody approached Brett and had a whatever gimmick or sales technique to try to get you signed up, you know, probably. Yep. And so I think the unspoken aspect here is that you can go to sleep at night and sleep. <laughs> That is a great you know? other than the four and the two-year-old that we have at home. Yes. Well, it's sure. true. Sure. Well but forgetting. we can we can live within our own integrity boundaries, knowing that I'm running a business how I want to be running it. I think yeah. that is incredibly important in in a me too trying to trying to copy or mimic everybody kind of industry. Mm-hmm. That matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Beyond that, Brett, we, we have a small sample size when we've, we've called attention to this a handful of times, but we've only really had a year of operation. But what do you focus on to keep people members? You already alluded to three-month commitment and then month to month from there. Beyond that three months, people are able to leave. What do you guys focus on to keep them coming back? So we are developing now um, like a private YouTube channel or a Facebook group where if you're a member, you have pretty much any exercise that you've ever done at Body and Mind, myself or one of the other high-level coaches, we'll break down those movements for you. So we have, again, our first promise is to educate. And I have found through education that empowers those not only to lift better appropriately, but the confidence comes there. And then the results, you know, just to plug the brand, because I got to do that. But again, to answer your question, the nurture aspect is huge. We know every single person's name. Um, our, our membership experience members, as I like to call it, are just there. It's the experience. We're always looking for feedback. We make changes on the fly. So that original vision that I mentioned of personal training in the group setting, because I have a fantastic team behind me, you have a shoulder issue on an overhead press angle your elbow like we have those finite details that we can give to you and again that is not to knock any other gym i'm just lucky that my vision it's the reality is, of the industry yeah you really. got it you know like I, i'm only here because of what i learned in this industry and now i'm lucky to be able to mentor a lot of hungry young trainers the other thing I've, i will say because i just want to mention this i have seen a massive turnover in the boutique once i once i switched from big box to boutique and, and I found that if I wanted good level trainers, I need to compensate them properly. Oh, yes. Months, yes. you know, you're speaking to my heart. First couple yes. months, I knew to plan for like five years of loss. I have a father who, who built an amazing business and him and his brothers. So I was in that shop my entire life, listening and learning. And that's what I learned from them, right? You have to plan for the inevitable. If you're not talking or looking into the future, 
you're probably going to be in trouble. So I have yeah. a really good plan. The, the other factor in all of this, especially where you are, but fitness worldwide is that by nature, it was sometimes a part-time thing for people, a, an on the side sort of gig. Yeah. When COVID happened and gyms were shut down, that volume, that supply in the labor force went away. People went and found something else to do and it has not returned yet. And so for you, when you talk about just the simple economics of if I want a really good employee, regardless of fitness, if I want a really good employee, I need to be prepared to pay for that. Yeah. I have conversations over and over and over again on this podcast where people are like, yeah, I just can't find good people. And my question consistently is what do you do to attract them? Yeah. You know, how much do you pay? How much does the guy down the street pay? Oh, same amount. Understood. Okay. Yep. People and in, in fitness is historically a tough industry to make a living in. Yes, it is. Not impossible, difficult. Mm -hmm. But in a business, if it's set up properly and it incentivizes the employees to contribute to that, everybody's a lot happier. Yeah. Including the end user, the client, and they yep. get a better service. Things flow flow a lot better. Now paint me a picture of, of where all of this is going, Brett. We've experienced yeah. a pretty good growth trajectory here in the time that we have been able to operate and so you alluded to a, a plan and shout out dad for having the experience of building businesses mm -hmm. what does that plan look like where do we want to see this thing as time goes on so of course the original plan has probably been extended due to you know yep. all the <laughs> but without talking year about three exactly, is not quite yeah, year three exactly right so like my five-year plan is now more like a 10-year plan but still I have that growth mindset, but I'm also not naive enough because I've seen my father and his brothers build franchises all across Canada. I know that I have to make sure that this place is as well oiled as possible. Even if let's say I have two to three years of a lot of profit, I got to get to that five-year mark of pretty consistent profit where all of the recurring revenue that comes in, it's it'll be able to sustain if I leave. And this isn't, this isn't to knock you know, my trainers, because I have great trainers, I know I can trust one of them to kind of take over ownership of this location. So I can take a couple with me and go somewhere else. So that five year plan, again, might be more like a 10 year plan, we're going to definitely try to grow to hopefully I foresee four locations. We're in the Ottawa area, which is the capital of Canada. And it's got an amazing following for fitness. So there's pretty much four different areas of Ottawa that have enough volume to to take on a boutique at least the other two boutiques that i have researched in my business plan as well have done so i'm going to kind of mimic and go based on that research as well yeah it's 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 unfortunate but i think it's the reality again not just in fitness but building a small business which this is in the, yes. in the grand scheme of things absolutely that flexibility and, and the adaptability. We have this plan, but we understand that even the best laid plans can go awry. The, the willingness to adjust on the fly is obviously showing for you guys. I would imagine 
when you opened this in January, we didn't plan to not be open for two out of those three years. Yeah. But, day, yeah. but we are now recovering. Yes. Clearly trending up. Heck yeah. Big picture this thing for me. We hit all the metrics that we're looking for. We fill out this space. Have we had any kind of internal murmuring in that brain of yours of long-term and what that holds for you? Yeah. I mean, like for me, I, I, it, it, it would, because we're very science oriented, I'm almost too positive to answer this question the way I want to, honestly, <laughs> but I, in this, in, okay, I'm just going to say it. in this industry, there's a lot of ego. And if I get a very high level trainer that comes in and their ego comes in and they want to try to fix something that's not broken, I will probably corporatize and instead of franchise, just to make sure that I control the programming, because I now have a year periodization that I know works and we can keep progressing off of that periodization. At the end of the day, we're a gym. We need to get people's results. We're selling hopes and dreams, right? Give me $5,000 and in eight months, you're going to see results. You spend $5,000 at a dealership, your bumper is going to be fixed. You know, like it's it's a tough yeah. return on investment for people. And a lot of what they do outside of the gym- and They just walk away with a receipt so and much hopes you know, and yeah, dreams. Right? It's not, yeah. So anyways, I won't try to preach too much, but my, my plan is to corporatize more likely than franchise, just so that way I can make sure that the integrity and the science that we provide stays there. And that doesn't mean we won't run into, like you said, any speed bumps, but that's the beauty of life. If it's perfect, it's boring. That's yeah. how you grow and that's how you learn. That's a really important perspective to keep in mind because there's all kinds of ways to grow in fitness. I mean, there's no shortage of examples of brands that have blown up through franchising, through whatever various means. But we have to understand what the trade-off is with that. You know, could you franchise body and mind and see 20 locations by 2025, 100 by 2030? Probably. But it's no longer your product. It's no longer your baby at that point. There's a lot more artistic license that's given away and simply your branding slapped on a building, you know? You know, Joseph, I've done a lot of work with um, sports psychologists and things like that, being a washed up athlete myself that has, I, I fight my ego every single day. So even saying this, I'm like, this sounds egotistical to say this. But I, you know, I don't want to try to twist it around and say I'm this be all end all. What makes me, I think, different is what we talked about that adaptability. But I've learned that from some brilliant people in the industry. If you stay narrow minded in your programming and say, no, you got to do this because I know it works. That doesn't work for everyone. So I kind of look at that the same with business because this is the industry we're selling like this is again, I only can compare it to what my father did in the car business like that return on investment is immediate. If we find that if we do go somewhere else, and let's say that the trainer does see that classes need to change, as long as I have that open dialogue with that leader of that other team, that's what makes me happy. Because I can go to my mentors and those that I look to in the industry and say, hey, what do you think of this? Is this going to work? Have you seen anything in your clinics or your practice that would say that this works? And it's kind of trial and error with fitness. You can read a textbook over and over, but until you actually apply it, it's just yeah. up here. So anyways, I get yeah. too excited to talk about this. So thanks. Yeah, we could, we could quote the man in the arena and, 
and go back and forth on this all day. We're running a little bit shy on time here, Brett, but I do want to save a minute for you to tell our listeners where they could learn a bit more about Body and Mind. You mentioned a website and social media links earlier. How can people find you guys? Yeah, if you pretty much search Body and Mind Athletics all written out, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Again, if you are in the Ottawa area and want to come check it out, everything internal, there, there's more to offer as well. But yeah, all the main platforms were on there. Just search for the business and we're grateful for you guys. Connect with Brett and the team on those platforms. Brett, this has been awesome, man. I, I always enjoy getting the, the deep dive or, or look underneath the hood with businesses like this to, to chat it up and see what's going on internally. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. It sounds like we still have some moves to be made and yes, we'll sir. be watching and cheering you on. So it's all the time we have, but I, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, Joseph. All the best to you too, buddy. Absolutely. To everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business, click the link in the description to fill it out. Our team will be in touch. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.